Last time I trust somebody, they always change their role. Last time I love somebody, I almost lost my soul. I need that clear my mind up. I need that smoke on smoke. Alrighty, what's up, what's up everybody? It's your girl Cheyenne Lene, aka Karma Apple Shy. Or, you know, we're gonna keep on going with this uh Motor City Oprah thing. So <laughs> that's my newest nickname here. Back for episode volume two. And um the song that you just heard is by um artist Trap Bando Coop. It is called Exposed. Um, you know, I'm not exactly sure if anybody, if you guys have seen my post on my social media pages, please, please, please feel free to submit, um, any of your music, uh, to me via email. My email for the podcast is viewsfromthethickpc at gmail.com. Um, just make sure that you include your information, your artist name, as well as, um, all of your social media pages so I can give you the correct credit and shout outs. But please keep them coming. Don't be, you know, afraid. Send whatever you got. Um, you, your cousin, your homeboy, whoever it is. Just keep those music coming. Keep those songs coming, and I will definitely be using them on the upcoming episodes for my intros and my outros, and you know, giving a um, a review on the songs that I hear. And uh, with Trap Bando Coop, I did uh, get a chance to take a look at his SoundCloud page, and I listened to the uh, the few songs that he had on there. Um, Exposed was definitely my favorite. I liked it a lot. I liked uh, the variety in the music that he has. I feel like each one definitely tells a story. And it's it's pretty cool to see the things that he was uh, rapping about. And it's kind of like a, it's kind of like he's rapping with like a little, um, it give you kind of like that uh, that Bryson Tiller-ish vibe because it's like rapping and singing at the same time. But I definitely like it and I will be on the lookout for um, the up- upcoming projects that you have, just, you know, um, let make sure you keep me posted. Again, the artist name is Trabando Coop, and the song is called Exposed. I am joined today by a very special guest. Sir, would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> yep. Uh, my name is Brandon Hunter. Most people would know me as B-Hunt. I'm in the high school sports world, or if you follow me on social media, you know me as B-Hunt. Absolutely, absolutely, Mr. B. Hunt. So thank you so much for stopping by I'm today. Most definitely. I, I had to come. I told you I had to come. <laughs> I'm definitely excited to have you here. Um, um, I knew in my mind that I had wanted to do this podcast a while ago, but most importantly, like, uh, I knew I had to get you on because I follow, like, a lot of your posts and stuff that you, um, that you bring up on the timeline, especially, like, when you go into the history of, like, different things around Detroit. Like, I know the other day, even you did, like, the uh, the Dapper Dan, like, history and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of people out there that are listening that maybe may not follow you um, on your pages, like, can you just give them kind of an insight of, like, what it is that you typically talk about and stuff? Well, I'm a sports journalist. Well, I'm a journalist, period. I don't want to limit myself just to writing about sports. Um, so um, on my Twitter, I do threads. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a history buff on anything history, sports, uh, the street life, uh, even people like Dapper Dan. Um, so I make threads about history, and so people can go in there and look and maybe discover something they didn't know about. Where do you get all of this knowledge? Because, like, it's not even, like, just little short threads where maybe, like, just one or two facts. Like, it's, like, a pretty, like, a lengthy thread. Yeah, it's, and it's long. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is so much information. Like, I really enjoy reading them, like, when I'm at work or I'm not doing nothing. Usually if I'm just scrolling, I can just either see somebody retweeting what you posted or mm-hmm. I may have just caught you 
just posting one or, you know, catching the end of it. And I'm like, oh, dang, Brandon done posted something. <laughs> Let me go ahead and see what's going on. Like, where do you, you get all this information from? I, I read a lot. Um, I go to the library all the time, get some books, obviously articles online. I know most of this stuff, especially the, the stuff in Detroit. Mm-hmm. You can go anywhere around the city and, and find this stuff out. So I do a lot of reading and I do a lot of posting on social media because I know most of the time people are not going to read a book. Right. But it's interesting stuff. But if, like I say, if you put it in a book, they're not going to read it. But if you put it on Twitter, put it mm-hmm. in a thread format, then now you get somebody's attention. Yes, that's absolutely true, And which was actually going to be my next question. Like, have you ever thought to do it in maybe like a different format, like outside of Twitter, like uh, kind of like publish the things that you've been writing about? Ever since I've been doing threads, I started back in um, like April, and it was a mistake. I was just bored. Mm. I did a thread, and people just kept giving me ideas. And my inbox is full of people telling me about getting uh, doing a podcast. Right. I, I met with some guys today who saw one of my drug um, threads, and I met them. They're from New York, and they came mm-hmm. here today asking me about some of the drug lords from uh, Detroit. Wow. Like yeah, so it's getting a lot of attention. People tell me to write a book or do, yes. do a podcast. And yeah, I was going to say, like, maybe some type of even like a – because like you said, people typically, like, not going to run and go, like, pick up a book or something right. like that unfortunately right. but even still like even if you wanted to like take it outside of twitter like maybe like an audio book or even a podcast like mm-hmm. you said and just you know talk about the things that you post like i definitely will listen because like i said the every topic that every time i see one of your threads is definitely something that catches my eye and i always learn something that i absolutely had no idea about before so yeah, yeah that's um it's definitely cool but um before I get into that, I uh, definitely skipped um, my my um, my little intro that I do with my guest, my Shy Five. And today, since you are here, I feel like it was fitting to see what are your five favorite Pistons of all time. My top five favorite Pistons of all time? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Isaiah. And it's okay. funny because I did this yesterday. <laughs> with my, you didn't see my thread yesterday? I did, so. and I was like, I wrote, <laughs> I had in my mind what I was going to ask you previously like earlier in the week when uh-huh. I first asked you to come and then you actually posted on Twitter and I started to say something I was like no if I'm gonna wait till tomorrow <laughs> so that's funny I'm, I'm gonna go with Isaiah obviously Isaiah um let me see my five my favorite five mm-hmm. Chauncey Billups would be one of them uh I gotta think of some more Dennis Rodman okay. before he went crazy <laughs> Dennis Rodman um uh, Bob Lanier more people might not know about him but Bob Lanier and I'm going to go with Lindsey Hunter, yeah. I always wow. say that's my cousin, but that's wow. not my cousin, for, but Lindsey, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my five, I'm going to go with, uh, I like Grant Hill. Okay. Uh, I like, uh, what's his new name now? Uh, Seven, Seven Mile, Mile Dre. Dre. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, buffed up Dre, Dre, Andre Drummond. Um, I love uh, Rasheed Wallace. I always loved Rasheed Wallace. Like, I, I liked how aggressive he used to be. Like, I, I love his energy. I like Ben Wallace. Of course. As well. And uh, was that four? Is that four, I think? And uh, did I say Grand Hill? You said Grand Hill. Okay, yes. Okay, so my last one then was, um, hmm. I like I Tobias like, Harris, too. Really? Yeah, I, like, oh, I love Tobias Harris. He, he's really good. <laughs> I like I don't know who my well Chauncey, I like Chauncey Billups when he played with the Pistons. Mm-hmm. I don't well let me see Chauncey when he played with the Pistons or Chauncey when he played with Denver. And I the reason why I throw that out there is because Melo like we know Melo is my heart. Oh, but 
But uh, I, I I liked Chauncey. I liked well for the most part. I named three pe- three players from that um, that, team, that five that, that, that team. Yeah, that era. Like I just really always liked their chemistry together. Like I could have picked all five of them honestly, but right. I I really liked their chemistry and how well they used to play together. I feel like it's hard to get a group of men that can play that well together and as well as they did and you know just everything to me just flow even the uh the bench wasn't bad right, yep. at the time it's like it's hard to get that so no bad boys original bad boys no <laughs> never mind um <laughs> <laughs> i do like isaiah thomas but you know he probably would have been he liked my six my six spot but <laughs> You can't say that. Sorry. Turn your mic on, Jay. I want to hear what you're about to say. <laughs> no love for Joe Dumars, Isaiah Thomas. I mean, Terry Mills got one of the three-point records. You got to you got to pick somebody from the bad boy era. Lambeer, Rick Mahorn. Okay, okay, I did like Rick Mahorn. We can we can do that. Vinnie Johnson. That. No. Yes, I like Rick Mahorn. Okay. <laughs> you got to go with doing the bad boys. Yes, absolutely. So, um, yeah, so that's my my shot five. But, uh, yeah, back to you, sir. So I definitely pick up on all the threads and the things and the different topics that you you talk um, about on your social media accounts. But something else that was, like, that always catches my eye, more importantly, that I also wanted to speak on is, like, how involved you are with the community in the city. So I definitely wanted to get um, get more insight on that. Like, what exactly do you have going on right now? Well, I, I founded my nonprofit, um, the Landon Maxwell Hunter Foundation. That's named after my son. I founded it last year. And um, what we do is try to provide items for uh, underprivileged kids in the city. So um, like I said, I grew up poor, so I know what it's like to live in Detroit. And since I cover high school sports, I deal with these kids. And they don't just show up and play the game. They got a lot of stuff going on at home. So my mm-hmm. first event I ever did was Cleats for Kids. And uh, what we do is provide brand new or gently used cleats to kids, um, maybe playing in pal or even in high school who don't have cleats. So, And okay. that can be a large load off some, some parents' shoulders for how much it costs to play football mm-hmm. and to get the equipment. So I did that back in June um, this year. We, we gave away about 400 pair of cleats. Wow. Yeah. So, and That's we, big. Mm-hmm. And then my second event was my book bag giveaway. Mm-hmm. And then we, I collected uh, by myself. We, I did collect 318 book bags, and we passed them out at Pingree Park on the east side. Okay. Yep. And then right now I'm doing Operation Stay Warm, where we I picked two schools, Bow Elementary on the west side, and then Timbuktu on the east side, and we're we're going to get them uh, coats, hats, and gloves. Mm-hmm. And then I got another project um, in in December for Christmas. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's real big. That's definitely big. So that's awesome that you you're so involved with the kids. Right. Because you know, like you said, like everybody doesn't have everything, and it, it's always very. It's sad when, you know, you have, like, a player, like, somebody, you know, even anybody that has potential or that's, you know, on this team and then they can't really participate or be at the best of their abilities because they can't afford, you know, certain things. I do remember seeing you post about, like, the cleats. um, Cleats for kids, kids. I thought that was pretty cool. And, you know, for you to collect and it – but all of your events be as successful as they are, that is absolutely awesome. So, um, like, for somebody, you said currently right now the one that you're active with is the uh, Operation, Operation Stay Warm. Stay warm. Yeah. So if somebody wants to donate or, you know, participate in, the, in this, how can they get in contact with you? Well, I mean, they, usually I I'm, I don't have a drop-off place like most events have because mm-hmm. we're, we're going to end donations on December 1st and then take them to the school December 5th. So usually I tell people if they want to donate a monetary gift, they can 
donate through my uh, Square Cash or my PayPal, or we can meet up. That's usually what I've been doing, meeting mm-hmm. up, getting donations. Like I got about 50 coats right now, wow. and uh, my goal is 100 or more, and uh, we'll we'll get some more uh, before December 1st. And I got a lot of pair of gloves and hats already, so the more the merrier for mm-hmm. me. Mm. Do you have like any certain like target range? Like, are are you accepting like for like little babies or like little? No, nah, the school go through K through eighth, so that's okay. about six to about thirteen years old. But, I mm. mean, these kids vary in sizes, so um, mm-hmm. the smaller gloves would be cool because you might have those smaller kids, and and you might have some kids who who big, you know. So right. It, it really doesn't matter if you want to give it, and I'll take it. Okay. Alrighty, cool, cool. That sounds good. So yeah, definitely. You know, again, like Brandon said, if you were trying to get involved and make any donation, you know, anything helps. Of course, like you know, it's all for the kids, and you know, they definitely would appreciate any and everything that you all have. You know, whether it's you actually donating, you know, a coat, um, the scarf or gloves, anything that you have, or even if again, like it's monetary, you know, it's all gonna go towards a good cause. So absolutely, if you can get involved, definitely um, get in contact with Brandon either, like you said, with a meetup or. Um, on his uh, social media, I'm sure he would love to take whatever you can do. Right. Um, and also, too, as far as um, I know you have some work. You work with the Pistons. Yeah, I, co- I work for the Michigan Chronicle, cover- okay. covering the Pistons. And um, I've been well. I st- the season started about about a month ago. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's been a pretty good, cool job covering the NBA, um, going in the locker room, talking to the Pistons, and. My thing is I try to do it a different way, not just like the other beat reporters just reporting on the game. Mm-hmm. Um, since I love Detroit, I'm all about the culture of Detroit. And as you can see, these <laughs> these players, like, they've yeah. adapted. They've adapted really quickly. And the one thing is the buffs. Right. <laughs> and, and so when Andre put those buffs on, and usually he could have just put them on, and we would I wouldn't have said a thing. But mm-hmm. he the one who drew attention to it saying, you see the buffs, mm-hmm. Detroit style. And I'm like, you know what? That's something right there. People's going to love this. And right. And uh, I saw him with someone, uh, Andre, uh, Stanley Johnson has someone, mm-hmm. and Eric Moreland. So you can tell they're not from Detroit, but they've adapt- adapted right. quickly, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Was that So when he made that comment, was he speaking to somebody else? or were you He was, was um, after the game. This mm-hmm. was a couple of, like, the October 25th. It was right after the game, and he was putting on his stuff. And it, he was, all the cameras had surrounded him. He was talking to the, Tobias, Tobias mm-hmm. Harris. Tobias said, I see oh. you. I see you. Oh, okay. And then he said, you see the bus? And then everybody started laughing. Said, that's 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 good content right there. <laughs> yeah, it was. It absolutely was. When I saw it, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, who introduced Andre to the buffs? Like, he got the buffs on. And then it's funny because, like, they, uh, they're uh, – Stats after like they've been doing pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they all off one game. <laughs> wow, those buffs definitely give you uh superpowers. Yeah, I, I gotta give me some buffs. I call it the Buffy, you know, the, the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I call it the Buffy effect. Just basically, ever since then, they've been playing really well. Oh, see, he got it. It's kind of like the whole, and I hate to bring him up again, but like I said, that's where my heart is at. Hoodie Mellow. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. Hoodie Mellow, and we got buffed up Dre. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but hey. That's that's awesome. So yeah, it sounds like you have a lot of things going on, and that's awesome. Um, seems like you have an interesting day. Like, how often do you uh, do you meet up with the? Um, do you do your Michigan Chronicle stuff? Is it only on game day with the Pistons? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Um, I don't really go to like the practices and um, talk to them, but because um, my my thing is to do something different than just talking about the game. Mm-hmm. I can do that on Twitter because most of the time people are not going to read about the game anyway because they mm-hmm. see you reporting on Twitter. So right. when I when I go to the Pistons game, I try to re- do like a um, a personal story or something that's going to be like a feature about the Pistons. So um, I I know we had a game yesterday and then they got a game tomorrow. 
Okay. So, and then they'll be on the road this week, and they come back late this week. So you might have two or three games a week and, mm-hmm. um, and do it like that. That's cool. And is it um, in the Michigan with the Michigan Chronicle? Michigan Chronicle, yes. So that's only just strictly Piston stuff? Yeah, pit, well, not no, Piston stuff. I do community stuff. Like, actually, okay. I'm going out tomorrow, Dave Woods of Enjoy Detroit. He's mm-hmm. doing his 48-hour uh, homeless challenge where wow. he stays outside for two days with the homeless documenting and wow. raising awareness and money. So mm-hmm. I, I'm cool with Dave. I told him I'm going to come out tomorrow and sleep outside with them tomorrow and, and kind of feel what it's like to be homeless in Detroit, which is a really big issue, and yes. I, I really hate to see it. You know, right. Even when you leave out the arena, you got people panhandling and mm-hmm. sleeping on the grounds. and uh, it, It's real life. So we might be in a warm house or in a warm car, but it's, it's people out there trying to brave that mm-hmm. um, freezing weather. Right, absolutely, absolutely. So, wow, it seems like you got, you got your hands in it's so much and going too on. Much, yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> like too how much. do you how do you balance it all? Like that's just wow. Yeah. When like, I, I say when it's your passion, it's not even work. You yeah. know, so I love what I do, um, mm-hmm. doing my writing, sport, and then my community work. So it's it's not work to me. I love doing it. So you you'll find you'll find time to do what you want to do. Absolutely that is absolutely true. Yeah. Absolutely. So um yeah. Sports is definitely um, one of my passions, and um, I've been kind of slipping this week. Like, I haven't gotten a chance to watch as many games as I as I would like to, but one thing I did get a chance to watch this week, I absolutely, on uh, Tuesday, November 7th, at 10 p.m., I was sitting in front of my television ready with no interruptions. My phone was on Do Not Disturb. I was tuned in to the 30 for 30 with Ric Flair. You, did you get a chance to I didn't see it. I didn't mm-hmm. see it, but I saw it on Twitter, everybody talking about it, and you have so to watch I, it. I missed it. Yeah, I did. I, I missed that one. <laughs> you have to watch it. It is probably the best 30 for 30 I've ever seen. Like, Ric Flair, just to say the least, has lived such an amazing life. Like, it was – even the one thing that – it was like every time I looked up, like, they were talking about something that, like, you couldn't turn your head away. It was like, oh, my God. Like, what? They – when they were talking about – um the training for the wrestling and how they were training, like they had, they were carrying a another grown ass man on their back, walking up flights of stairs, and then they would come back. You would run all the way back downstairs, and then put the other guy on your back, and then you would just it. It was a lot. Like it was, oh my goodness, it was completely interesting. And then they asked him, like in his lifetime, how many women do they think he probably has slept with? And he said ten thousand. That, that was probably my favorite part. <laughs> I don't lie. That was. Oh, goodness. Like, he just, he was, oh. And then they also said, uh, I remember, like, at the very beginning when they were talking about when he was going to, like, his college days, he was trying to get into Michigan, but he didn't get accepted. I was like, wow. And then it's funny because at the beginning of the video, he had on, like, U of M stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, he's still showing love, even though they, you know. But it was was definitely interesting. I, um, I said I wanted to go back home and watch it later on tonight because my little one was kind of, he was kind of interrupting me. He was mad because we were uh, not doing his usual nightly routine. He wanted to watch Aquanauts or whatever. Aquanauts. Aqu- uh, oh, God. <laughs> Something on Disney Junior. And I was like, look, we're watching Ric Flair, and you can go to sleep when you're ready, but this this is what we're watching right now. But, yeah, it was definitely pretty cool. Like, wrestling and sports and just different things like that are all – you know, not the typical girl passions, but they're right. definitely passions of mine. Like, I love all that stuff. It's funny that I knew I was going to be Ric Flair before the 30 for 30 thing came out for Halloween. You, you were, that was, yeah, I yeah. you did do that. You did do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because I had it in my mind, like, 
I make up all these Twitter names, and I, I was like, one. <laughs> <laughs> I did. yes, and I, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna bring one of these to life for Halloween. I don't know which one I want to be, and then I thought about, it. I was like, you know what, Ric Flair can be fun, but it can also be sexy because of that robe. I know mm-hmm. I can find that robe, so that's what I was for Halloween. And then it's funny because then I had this in my mind probably like before the summer. Then he got really sick, and I was like, oh god, like it made me nervous. So I was like, oh, man, do I really want to still be Ric Flair for Halloween? Yeah. And then I found out they were doing a 30 for 30 thing. And I was like, oh, bet. It's like that's perfect. It's yeah. perfect time. And it was like a week apart from each other. But, yeah, everything worked out well. But definitely that uh, that 30 for 30 was pretty interesting. And um, you should definitely, if you get a time, get some time, you know, in your busy schedule, you should definitely go and check that out. It's funny because I had did the uh, Will Chamberlain thread about mm-hmm. how he's, his 20,000 women. So. And then that came on a couple of days later. Oof. That, that's a lot. That's a lot. It's of a lot. I, like I believe him. I do. Even with Ric Flair, when he was talking about it, I'm like, I don't even see how that's like physically. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's different from a woman perspective. Like, I guess you know, depending on how much time you got in your day and how you choose to rotate your women in mm-hmm. and out, like that's a lot. You know, they were on there talking about like, oh, I go through like maybe three or four women in a day, like. What? Like, it's seven days in a week if you go through four women. Like, you, 28 women in one oh, week? Yeah. That's a lot. But but look at the, you know, the, the field that they're in. They got women yeah. throwing themselves at them, especially in that yeah. era, the 70s and 80s. Yeah. So that's, that's easy to me. Yeah, they, they definitely, I'm sure they came flocking by <laughs> yeah. the dozen. So yeah. <laughs> it wasn't hard, but it's just like thinking about it. I'm like, damn, y'all don't get tired? I guess not. Kevin Gates. Or disease or something. <laughs> something. Yeah, 20,000 women. You. That's a lot. You're going to encounter some kind of disease. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, because you're not thinking about no type of protection or nothing. you just, like, ready to knock them mm-hmm. down and keep them pushing. Like, yep. it was, it was, oh, goodness gracious. I can't even imagine. Like, I'm pretty sure it's somebody out there right now that's probably living, walking in those same footsteps. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Somebody that we probably don't even know, we probably never find out yeah. until, like, after they pass or, like, later on in life or something but i got a three at that it's a just a lot of people you it is trust me it is a lot of celebrities who you mm-hmm. know hit that thousand plus number and you won't even know it so that's yeah that's steep it, it, <laughs> is, it is it is absolutely steep but yeah it's it was definitely an interesting uh special so um I was happy to see the people that they were talking to. Like I saw um, they interviewed Undertaker, which is absolutely my favorite wrestler of all time. Mm-hmm. He up there. He up there. What was that chuckle over there, Jay Johnson? <laughs> we will not have any type of under, uh, Undertaker slander at this moment. <laughs> Undertaker is absolutely my favorite um, favorite wrestler. Like I'm ready to see some type of special or something on him. I feel like he deserves it, no matter what Jay Johnson says or thinks or chuckles about. <laughs> I, I can see that happening for him. Uh, yeah, the, the Rock too. That's like that's probably my mm-hmm. favorite rap, um, wrestler, The Rock. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's do like a quick question. What was the four wrestlers in that thing that one got to go? It was The Rock, Stone Cold, Undertaker. And who was the last person? It was Shawn Michaels. I was gonna say, was it Shawn Michaels? It was, it was Undertaker. Triple H or? No, I know for sure it was The Rock, Stone Cold, Undertaker, and it was somebody else. I want to say it may have been. Um, I want to say it was Shawn Michaels because I I couldn't make a decision. 
Like, I could not decide at all. Yeah, I, I would probably go with Shawn Michaels. Really? Um, yeah, I wasn't really a big fan of his. Like, the rest of them, they were like, really <laughs> popular. No? <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't. It was uh, Stone Cold, The Rock, Undertaker, and uh, Mankind. Oh, man, yeah, man. Mankind? Yeah, Mankind got to go. I'm sorry. Yeah, Mankind got to go. That was my decision, too, but I'm not going to sit there and act. Like, Mankind was, like, one, that was my favorite personality of his outside of, like, you know, Cactus Jack and Mick Foley, you know, all the other, like, personalities that he had. Like, mm-hmm. I really liked Mankind and the whole Mr. Sacco thing. Yeah. But out of that, definitely he he would have to go. Like, if you came down to between, who do you feel like had the bigger impact on wrestling between Stone Cold and The Rock? The Rock. It got really? to be the rock. Yeah, why would you rock. pick? Why you pick? Especially the rock? with black people, that's mm-hmm. that's that's just gonna help you out a lot. It gotta be the rock. Cause you still do his people's elbow and the eyebrow and mm-hmm. him playing football at Miami too. And so yeah, it gotta be the rock. Yeah, his movies. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's, he's way bigger than. Stone I Cold. went with Stone Cold because of like his attitude and like he just used to do like the most craziest stuff. Like when that time when he came, you know, in the ring with the beer truck mm-hmm. when he put that cement in uh, Vince's uh, limo, like just you know the middle finger, the beer, like his reckless talking and you know just the whole what. Like, all that stuff. Like, I remember all of this stuff in the 316 and everything. Like, I remember so much of that in school. But even still on the other side with The Rock, you know, you call people jabronis yeah, and all type of stuff. It but yeah, yeah. It, it, it got to be The Rock. <laughs> it was, I don't know. Like, for me, I feel like it was Stone Cold. Like, Stone Cold really, I don't know. Take a it's, survey. It's I, I guarantee you everybody going to say The Rock. I you, guess. Think it, yeah. you think The Rock will win? Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to post that. Hands I'm, I'm going to have to post that. But... I was, I don't know, I, I think I still would go, like, he, Stone Cold was just a real trash talker, but mm-hmm. Rock was a trash yeah, talker, too. He was, too. yeah, he was. I'm and still sticking with, I'm still sticking with Stone Cold. I mean, he was popular, but I, I think The Rock was way more popular. So, who had, well, you probably, I don't know, maybe you would say The Rock, too, as far as, like, their signature moves, The Rock or Stone Cold. Mm. And I'm gonna go with Stone Cold because that's stunner. Okay. <laughs> no, the people's elbow gotta be it. People, really? the people's elbow. Come on, not yes. It's the people's elbow. Really? It, it was easy to do, <laughs> and, and the act that went with it. Yeah, gotta be the people's elbow. It was so dramatic. Yeah. I was about to say he did do a lot with the whole taking off of the thing and yep. throwing the love, but that stunner was something else. And the reason why. I, I'm going to stick with the stunner is because anybody who ever got stunnered, they made the stunner look so believable. Mm-hmm. And they just used to be so extra and animated. Like, the, I remember the time where Stone Cold <laughs> stunnered The Rock and The Rock got up and opened that beer can. Like, come on now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was just so much. I'm like, okay. But he used to, and I think one time Rock turned around and stunnered Stone Cold, I think. It may have been like one or two times, but yeah. And didn't Stone Cold, didn't he stunner um, Donald Trump? So that is very much so the most important. <laughs> That's before we knew uh, yeah, he was going to run we, our country in the ground. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's before we he was that Donald Trump. This was back when like Don, he was the Donald Trump that all the rappers was rapping about. So they saw it. was like, everybody, you, Jay-Z, Jay-Z, every, yeah. Nelly, everybody. I always talk about that. Like, it's amazing how... So much can change over time. Like I remember when people were like idolizing, like I got, I got Donald Trump money, Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that, and then it's like now when you really see who these people are, yeah. it's like uh, 
like the same people that were like vouching for you and like idolizing you, they hate you now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's 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 amazing how things change over time. Because even these songs were like, what is this, 2017? These were like within like the span of the last ten or so years. Yeah, 10, 15 years. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. it's it's amazing how like times have changed, but. If you're going to stick with, you know, The Rock for your answers. Yeah, so I got to go with The Rock. So got we got a little battle here. So I'm definitely going to bring that up. I'll probably post that um, after the after the episode airs to see, to get a little poll going to see who people think uh, had the most impact on the wrestling world. I think world. The Rock going to attract more than, like, non-wrestling fans because they're going mm-hmm. to they know who he is, like, recognize his face and everything. So. Yes, okay, so that's what it was. It was the Stone Cold, Rock, Undertaker, and Shawn Michaels. So who would you say with that one? It's got to go. Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yes, and Jason did say uh, the Undertaker had to go, and I just that didn't sit well with me. That didn't say, sit well with me. Um, with that question, I honestly, I think for that one, I said the Rock had to go. Just because, like, that Sweet Chin music is a classic. Undertaker going on that final ride, choke slam, and then just because I'm biased, Undertaker is my favorite. He, the answer will never, ever be Undertaker. And then with Stone Cold, that stunner, it's just... But The Rock had a showmanship, you know, the Versace shirts and the glasses. It was, he had that showmanship that people liked. He did, like he definitely like he's def he's one of my favorite wrestlers, but it's just a lot of times when he's brought up in comparison to other wrestlers, he's tech- he's usually that one that I'm like yeah I think he gotta go. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> but I I, I, I really like I like the right. Oh, championship. Yeah. So now you're talking about pure wrestling fans, then yeah, but see. You talking about entertainment? That's why we, mm-hmm. we watched it. Entertainment. The Rock was going to win. I yeah, think he's going to win. Yeah. Well, he was the most electrifying man in sports <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> but, there you go. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, he was definitely all entertainment. Like he definitely kept the crowd on their feet, kept you watching. But I feel like more. I feel like I probably tuned in more to see what type of BS, what type of shit Stone Cold was going to be on more so than like what The Rock going to do. Because it's like, The Rock is like, you you already know it's going to be some shit, but like when it comes to Stone Cold, it's like, what the hell is it going to be? Like to what extreme is he going to take something? Because like when he came through and he had that, when he had that uh, the cement, oh my God. I was like, what? That was, that was just unheard of. I'm like, this man is absolutely out of his mind. You you just biased to the Stone Cold. You, I'm you're not, not. You're not giving that one up. So. I'm not. But it was just I don't know. Like just when I think about like some of the things that he had did, like how he used to just he did not care when it came to Vince McMahon. Like he really hated that man, or at least made us believe that. Yeah. Like I think yeah. I, I don't know. I I feel like that I have to stick with that. I think I have to stick with that answer. Like it it has to be Stone Cold. I think. Yeah, like, we should see what Twitter says or social media. I yeah, think, uh, I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna put that out there, but okay. So who do you who is? Let me see if I can think of something else that might get like a little heated debate. As far as um, who did you who would you say is your favorite like tag team? Um, 
tag team duo in wrestling. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jay? You know that offhand? I, I got to think back. That's long ago. Uh, it's in between Animal and Hawk, the uh, the Road Warriors. Mm-hmm. You know, he's come with the hemp, the uh, shoulder pads with the spikes on them, okay. the face paint, or um, Bret Hart and um, Jim the Interville, not dude with the long goatee. Mm-hmm. Like that was like the Hart Foundation. That was cold back in the day. Mm. Okay. Who was that? Booker T and um, who's he with? Oh, the uh, Booker T. What I is don't, the, I don't know. I when don't he know. was when he had. Yeah, yeah. Was, is that who he was with when he did, when he had that interview? When he was like, I'm coming yeah. for you, nigga. <laughs> 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 I still, I want that. I want to f- somehow get like a still picture of that image and put it on the shirt. Yeah, see, that's so long ago. I Harlem couldn't even Heat. remember. Harlem Heat. Okay. Okay, okay that's not familiar then. The tag team. Uh. <laughs> He's like, we coming for you, nigga. <laughs> That was just a, his face after he said it was like he was like yeah I was too I was too caught up in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who my favorite tag team duo is. Like I had a few. I don't want to sound biased because y'all gonna be like, of course you would pick that if I say the bro- if I said the Brothers of Destruction. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, as big as an Undertaker fan I, I am, Kane. I don't know how I feel about Kane because I honestly feel like in my heart at some point in time that's that was never the same Kane the whole time. No, no, no. Like it wasn't, I don't nah. care what nobody say. And then I try to look up articles and stuff on it all the time. And then who's the old oh, Road Warrior? Yeah, I always like look up articles to make sure. Like, am I tripping? I know the Kane changed because like the Kane with the two sleeves and the full mask is not the same Kane that had like the the cutoff sleeves. Uh-huh. To me, like the body shape changed. Like you could tell he was taller. Not about to say the size. And all that stuff. Yeah, like the size in them. Just the, it just wasn't the same. And then too, Kane really got like a. He really struck a nerve with me, like, when he, first of all, when, you know, they had the whole revealing of the mask and shit, and then, A, I don't even know what I was more pissed by, the fact that his face wasn't as fucked up as they led us to believe, Mm -hmm. or that the fact that his hair came off when he took that mask off. (laughs) I'm like, your face isn't messed up, one, and it's not even your real hair. Oh, my goodness. I was like, he got a whole little lace front scully on. Like, what is this? Like, I was so upset. He pulled his thing off, and it wasn't his hair, and and then his face wasn't messed up. And then it was funny because, like, the announcers tried to, like, make it seem like it was so extreme. Like, oh, my God, what is that? I'm like, that's a nigga with some mascara smeared on his mm-hmm. face. Like, that ain't no that ain't no scourge. Like, why y'all trying to make it seem like he's so messed up? Yeah. Messed up. But And then it was, like, the next week when he came back, his face was clear. I'm like, this just really ruined my childhood. This man ain't. As scarred up and ugly like they, this is a regular man that went back there, put some eyeliner and some mascara, smeared it over his face, and sweated and smeared even more. And y'all tried to make it seem like he was so scary looking, but yeah, over y'all can't tell me that that was the um the same cane over all of those years. I don't know why. Even all the articles that I've read up on it was like that was always the same cane, but people often question if that was ever the, if it was a different Undertaker. I was like, the Undertaker looks the same. Like, you know, even when he was wearing that 
eye, you know, eyeliner and stuff and that really pale makeup. I was like, if you look at his face, you can tell that's always that's been the, the same, same man. Yeah. But Kane, that has that man changed in, you know, at a certain point. I don't care what nobody say. You're not fooling me. Like I watched it enough. To I was know. about to say, did you watch it over the weekend? Because you got a really no. vivid memory of all this stuff. It's because like that was really my <laughs> childhood. Like I used to watch Monday Night Raw. Thursday night SmackDown, yeah. and then remember on MTV too they had Sunday Night Heat or MTV or whatever that was. It came on on Sunday nights. Like I watched all of that stuff, and then I went to a wrestling match. I remember I always tell this story. It was another heartbreaking wrestling moment. Um, me and my cousin went down to a wrestling event down at Joe Louis Arena. I want to say I was probably like in, I was in elementary school, and the Dudleys put somebody through a table in the. <laughs> And then it went to like a commercial break or something, and they snapped the damn table back together. <laughs> Dang! Wow. I was wow. upset. I was upset. I was like, "So, what type of table is that? That they just broke it, and then when people walk away, y'all just snapped Snap it, it right together. back yeah. and slid it under the the thing like nothing happened." I was like, "You know, this is I don't know how I feel right now." And I used to really like the Dudleys, but this is really I don't know. And I went to Hell in a Cell um, last month, but I thought I don't know what I had witnessed when Shane had dropped, jumped off the uh, off the cage. I thought he was about to die because mm-hmm. he completely missed it. He didn't move, you know. That uh, the paramedics and stuff came, but it was it was interesting. I'm like, first of all, I know that's his thing, but he's too old for that. Yeah. Like he he's like well into his fifties, I'm sure. Right. But it was it was interesting. But yeah, wrestling is definitely one of my one of my things, like I love it. I can watch it. It's I have two little boys, and it's crazy because neither one of them they could care less mm-hmm. about it. And I'm like, this is so weird for me to be into this stuff. I guess because you kind of know what it's, it's mm-hmm. about now. Like you said, it yeah. broke it broke your heart when you found out. It kind of <laughs> did. It really did. Yeah. It, I I shed a tear just a little bit. I did, but you know, I guess you know we all gotta grow up sometimes yep. to realize you know certain things ain't real. Ain't real anyway. Yeah. Then, so, yeah. but absolutely, but definitely. Um, Oh, another little quick thing I had wanted to touch on before we uh, kind of wrap this up, whatever, is um, my Motor City Oprah picture um, that went viral. They are now available on T-shirts. I have them in white, and they also come in black for everybody that's interested. Um, they come in sizes small through 3X. Um, you can just send me a DM, email me, whatever. Um, let me know if anybody wants to purchase one. They are $25. And um, just let me know, and I'll get it to you as soon as I can. As well as, I don't know if y'all saw last weekend when I made my little post on um, on social media as well, um, Shop Fashion Nova. Use my promo code, Cheyenne, C-H-E-Y-E-N-N-E-X-O, and you'll get 20% off of your purchase. So, you know, pair that, the Cheyenne shirt with some little fashion over jeans with 20% off, and bam, you got you a little weekend outfit hookup. So, you know, just let me know. Again, DM me, email me, however you want to get in contact with me. If you know me personally, hit me up. I'll get you your shirt as soon as I can. They are in, and they are available for purchase. So, again, Brandy, you know, if somebody wants to get in contact with you to get involved in any of your events, you want to go ahead and plug your social media? Yeah, I'm pretty much, you can find me on, um, on Twitter at Just Call Me B-Hunt, J-U-S-T-C-A-L-L-M-E-B-H-U-N-T. Just call me B-Hunt or find me on uh, Twitter, I mean, on uh, Instagram at B-Hunt, B-H-U-N-N-A, or find me on Facebook at Brandon Hunter, Brandon with an E. So, I'm pretty much on all my social media outlets, but you, you can definitely find me on there. 
All right. All right, cool. And again, y'all know me. My name is Cheyenne, a.k.a. Karma Apple Shy. Follow the podcast page on Twitter. It is Views from T-Thick. And then on Instagram, it is Views from the Thick PC. I'm trying to get all the names to be the same so I don't have to remember all this shit. But everybody's character's amount is different. I try to squeeze some of it in. So I'm going to eventually get it all to be consistent around the board. But um, also follow me, my personal pages. My um, Twitter is Karma Apple Shy. Um, the apple has no E and then my, uh, Instagram is caramel apple underscore shy shy. Always remember it's C H E Y not Shay. Don't call me Shay when you see me. It's shy caramel apple like pie. Okay. But I'm a little bit sweeter. So again, <laughs> this is views from the thick episode two. I think I'm going to title this VFTT point com. Like R Kelly was like, what was it? TP2.com. I'm going to do VF. TT2.com, episode two, and we are out. I will see y'all again next time. Thank you.